BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to The Toast. Happy Tuesday. And I'm sitting down with a girl who I choose every day. Ugh. Darling. Hey, girl, hey. It's Taylor Strecker. Hey, girl, hey. I love you. I'm so excited to be back. I love hosting with you. And you know what? The toasters like are obsessed. For real, real? They are. I do feel the love, so I will like receive that compliment. You'll receive it, internalize it, digest, and, and throw it up, and then eat it again. <laughs> like a dog, which brings me to my apology. Oh, God. <laughs> Taylor texted me on Sunday. I was like, oh, hey, can you host a toast with me this week? She was like, yeah, sure. I've been spiraling all weekend. I'm so sorry what I said about the like I said Taylor if you ever apologize to me ever again I'll slap you in the throat bitch listen I, I felt like I was being haunted by like animal things all weekend like ghost <laughs> I was being haunted by the yes by Theo's ghost you look beautiful I do yeah I think it's the red red is your color maybe it's my disgusting hair that I can't sh- uh, bathe in maybe. or shower because I have no hot water I'm so lucky that I got Taylor to come into studio on the week where her and her wife are living like they live in colonial times and only <laughs> bathing once a week because their shower is broken or whatever to be clear I'm doing body washes yeah I just want to say <laughs> the aura and and the sort of aroma you've brought to the studio. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You smell great always. I'm spiral again. No, I'm totally kidding. No, I literally was like on Instagram all weekend, and so many people I know dogs passed away, and I was Why horrified. Would you bring that up because I was like, oh my god! Oh. All of a sudden, it hit me like I was like, oh, over the hill was a joke, but like it's very sensitive. It is. So you I know just what? wanted to, you know, some lessons you have to learn the hard way. Taylor. I just wanted to say I'm sorry. I forgive you. No Thank apology you. is necessary. Thank you. But it would be helpful if maybe after this you go and apologize to Theo. <laughs> did you tell him? I think you should write him a letter. I did tell him he was very upset because <laughs> he loves you. But I was trying to say we're the same. I don't think he's taught that way. Okay, well, then that's on Theo. You're wearing red today. Have you heard about this? Um, I've seen people doing it on TikTok, like finding their color. Ooh. It's like it's like literally a service you pay for where you get like all these big swatches of fabric in different colors. And you hold them up to your face? Yes. That's so dumb. I know. It's like, okay, I can literally go to Mood Fabrics and just do this with my you, phone. You, like for free, you just walk yeah. around the store. But it's like these color experts who can tell you what your color is. Your color is definitely red. You think so? Yeah. I or, go, or green. I go back and forth. Sometimes I think that maybe I look like a washed out ghost lady, like a no. little bit vamp- vampress. No, 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 no. no. Thank you look you. great. Well, we'll see when I look at the video. This clip. might be your spring color. I love a hot pink. Well, so that's what I learned from these videos that if you go to your session, you get your spring color and your winter color. What are your colors? Oh, I don't know because I have to. I haven't gone to a session, but like now I'm kind of curious. How much is it? 
such a good question. It should be free. It but, literally should be free. But I'm sure it's like a hundred dollars or something. I feel worth it. Right off. Right off. Mm. I mean, girl. I think that's a tax gray area. I live in the gray. I know. Well, gray might not be your color. <laughs> you know what? It isn't. So I slept last night for the first time with my night guard. I got a night guard yesterday. I saw. I'm jealous. Can I tell you what an unpleasant experience it was to sleep with this night guard? Like, That's why I don't use mine. It's. Is it supposed to be like painful-ish in the beginning? I mean, it, I don't know if it's supposed to be, but it is for me. It's like a retainer that yeah. hurts. It hurts. And there's like this big like plastic dick in your mouth. <laughs> and I'm like with my jaw wide open. Like I get that. it, And people say like it really works. I think it takes a long time to get used to. It and I like it woke me up. I was up at seven. I pop my mat in my mouth. You do, yes. But I, it's like really welded in there. No, but like that's that's how strong my tongue is. Yeah, yeah. You're a thruster. <laughs> that's why your wife loves you. <laughs> but I uh, no, I stopped wearing it because I would wake up in the middle of the night and be in my hair. What it would be in your hair? Yes. What would you wear it for? For TMJ? I'd wear it for my grinding. So I'm a clencher. Yeah. I mean, that, that tracks. Birds of a feather flock together. Yeah. And so I went to the dentist. Actually, I went to Dr. Alex, who we met in Lisbon. Oh, my God. Yeah. And they, like, took all these, hot, like, really high-definition photos of, like, my mouth. And I thought it was just the picture of my mouth. I didn't know, like, my whole face was going to be in it. Uh -huh. So I'm just, like, looking like a like a corpse like <laughs> and then they put them up on the tv like to analyze my teeth i'm like who the fuck is that but what i realized what it's like that? i clench more on my right i guess i have like a muscle when, when i saw the picture like my cheeks are not symmetrical i got this big old like jowl on my right side and like this almost dimple because i'm clenching so hard. i'm I, changing the I structure of my <gasps> you know? you're a bitch do you really see it like look 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 literally look literally Just, zero. i haven't done it yet ready look what am I looking for? Okay, like a more protruding you muscle. You have a dimple on this side. Right, and that's like from like my, my, I've created a dimple because I'm working my muscles so hard. Genius. You see? Stunning. That's so nice of you. It's I the know truth. You, you're just walking on the No, I'm not. Because you don't want to offend me like no, you offended me last time. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, here's the thing. So my really good family friends are dentists back home where I grew up. And they're like fantastic. And the last time I saw them, which was years ago, I stopped going to them because I did not like what I heard. Yeah. And also, I can't like, I, I'm an adult. I have to go to the dentist where I live. Yeah, no. Also, just like the dentist Ugh. is criminal. Like, dentist should be in jail. So she pulled me aside and she had like tears in her eyes because she's like my aunt. And she was like, Taylor, you have to get all your teeth pulled. What? Get veneers. Do you like, have veneers? No. Do I look like I have veneers? No, you have nice teeth. You see my little yellow ute? Yeah, you got like a little yellow one down there. But your teeth are very it's nice a dead, It's a dead one, by the way. See how I don't... Okay, look at my teeth. See how this has no like Color. companion? Yeah. It's just a little oh, lone tooth. Yeah. I had overcrowding when I was little, so they yanked one of them out. So I just have one little lone tooth. And it's yellow, not because she's decrepit and disgusting. It's because she has no nerves. Wow. And she's Neither essentially dead. Neither do you. You got no nerve. Wait, that's like crazy. I just fucking hate going to the dentist. Like it's and me too. I feel like my experience yesterday was as positive as it could have been. They got me in and out. I didn't have cavities or anything. But like my <sighs> God, I just hate going to the dentist. Me too. I know I have to get a mouth guard. I have to get all new teeth. I have to do everything. And like I also haven't been to the physician for like a checkup, like probably in six years. Let's go together. And that's because like I just know they're going to be like, bitch, you're fat. Like every problem you have is because you're fat. <laughs> and now that I'm not like on the brink of you know morbid obesity yes. i'm much more open to going i'll make an appointment go to my gyno i feel like 
like a gyno is a regular doctor for women. It's not. I've decided that to be. No, no, no. That's the case. Okay. And she's amazing. I have a great gyno. I also haven't been for a pap smear in quite some time. I'm just, I'm kind of just like rotting over here. (laughs) I just, I find pap smears to be the most unpleasant of experiences. I love them. (laughs) I hate them. It's the lesbian in you. They're horrible. I cry. That thing they put up your pussy. Like, oh my God. The metal, um, Tons. Oh, when they oh, spread, when they spread, spread the, spatula. Spatula. Like spatula. the speculum. <laughs> that is a medieval torture device. They crank that shit. They just spread it wide open. And Ugh. I always think, like, how is my vagina really ever going to open to give birth? And now I, I know how. I get very insecure that the <laughs> gynecologist thinks I like it because I am a lesbian. But no, it would. But I don't. No, well, you're. And I do not consent. I feel like a. I feel like a gynecologist would assume that a straight woman likes it more because it's penetrative. You know, in the lesbian community. If she was rubbing community. the speculum on your clit, maybe she would <laughs> no. think you enjoyed it. You know what? If they did, more women would go regularly. If they did, more women would go regularly. <laughs> That's for damn sure. I just hate. And like, I always, she's like, we're going to do STD tests. And I'm like, oh yeah, for sure. But like, I've only had one partner and my husband has only had one partner. The way I am so jealous that you guys are, oh, I'm, I I love it. It's, That's it's, nice. it's my dream. Thank you. You know? Well, I'm, I say, I'm like, you can do it, but like, I don't need it. Like, we're just, and she's like, well, you never know. And then she goes on these horror stories about like you yep. know, women who got, you know, HPV. And I'm like, I'm sure. I'm like, but that's not me. Okay. But I'm like, yeah, sure. I guess you could do the test. <laughs> she, she knows like crazy stories. Guy knows know it all. Let me ask you a question. Please. Do you manscape before the gyno? You have to. It's the right it's thing to do. It's just common courtesy. Do you manscape before like a spray tan? Only the areas that are going to be seen. Do you go vagina out with a spray tan? Sometimes, yeah. Girl, I never. I'm on like a weird cycle with my spray tan artist that I see her every time I have my period. (laughs) How fun for her. So when she really says she doesn't mind, and I wear underwear and I'm wearing a tampon like so she doesn't care. But when I don't see her on the days that I'm, you know, menstruating, yeah, I go full. I I hate that panty line line. Wait, spring out, string out? Come again? You go with your string? No, I'm saying when I don't have my period. When you don't have your period. I'll go full nude. I'm very comfortable with her. That's so nice. I love a spray tan. I get a different woman every time, which oh. is not so fun for me. Sometimes when I go to like a place, yes. you know, like a sugared and bronze when I when my girl's unavailable, yeah. you never know who you're going to get. I go I go like I'm going for a dick appointment. Like <laughs> I get, you know, shaved, everything. <laughs> like I have no leg hair, no armpit hair. I have no mustache hair. I go so clean and fresh because I'm like, I don't want this. What if this stranger is a toaster? Does that ever, do you ever think about that? I oh, Luckily, I'm not famous, so it never happens. But you are. You are. You have like a, you have an audience I have an um I feel like I'm 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 niche. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, I one time got a spray tan from like a follower. I think it was in Austin who had reached out. She's like, I own a spray tanning company. Okay, so you knew going in that she was a yeah. yes. And I will say, like, it was weird. Yeah. She was such a professional. Just because you're so naked. Yeah, and it had nothing to do with her. She was amazing. It was actually one of the better spray tans I've ever gotten in Austin. Yeah. Or in the country. Yep. But I was like, this is weird. I know. This is weird. I know. I definitely, yeah. I'm so naked. And right now I'm like so mushy and me I'm too. so dimply. I'm so saggy right now. Like, oh, and it, they make me pull my titties up. I get that too. It's shameful. No, it's shameful. Like I get spray tans um, sometimes like with Margot. Like we'll do it together. And she's just. How fun. Everything stands up. There's oh yeah. No roll. It's tight. So they just go whoosh, 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 whoosh. Spray, spray, spray. For me, they're like, all right, pick your breast up. Pick your other breast up. <laughs> Lean forward so we can get under your ass cheeks. <laughs> Open your thighs. Like I have all these different. Oh, I have to- <laughs> 
I know it's like Cirque du Soleil when yep. I go in there. I'm doing yoga. I'm doing Pilates. I'm putting my leg over my head just to get under all my crevices. And Margot's just like, swish, 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 turn around, swish, swish, swish. Same with Tay. Same with Tay. I know. And then I think that they were like judging our relationship. You know, because I think, I often think, because I also weirdly follow a lot of like estheticians. Yes on TikTok and they get asked a lot of questions like especially women who do like Brazilian waxes and stuff being like does it gross you out when this and this and they're really lovely women and they're like it, it's just the human body they always right. say the only thing that really grosses us out is when you have like particles of like feces in your nether regions you know and she's like that's gross but for the most particles part particles of feces she really worded it very nicely because I'm like what is this bitch trying to say I'm like duty <laughs> Poo-poo. Dingleberries. Dingleberries. Yeah, she didn't want to use, you know, she was using the medical term, particles of feces. But for the most part, they say they don't get weird. Wait, out. wait, is that common? Yes, yes, yes. Where? From How? Oh, you know, like when the toilet paper gets stuck in a vagina? Well, they see that too oh sometimes. But say, they say like a lot, like we don't judge and a lot of things like don't bother us, but I'm a human being and I know if this was my job, like every little thing other people do would disgust me. Disgust me. In grown hair? Ew, let me excavate it for you. <laughs> no, get off my table. Get out I of my fire house. you as a client. Yeah, that's why I would, I could just, I could never be, I don't think, an esthetician. I <sighs> could be a dermatologist, a facialist. Like, I could pop. No. I see random strangers on the street. No. And I, I want to offer, like, hey, let me get that big black head on your nose. Girl. I know. <laughs> but I've never done that to you. You actually have lovely skin, too. Thank you. I mean, you can pop my pimples whenever you want. I would love to. And by the way, don't get offended. Like, uh, if I ever see one on your face, I will go after it. <laughs> I'm hiding one by my brow right now. you don't really right have now. pimples. No, I really don't. I'm you very lucky. Skin. Kate Bosworth complimented me on my skin when we were in middle school together. Yeah, I don't know if you ever heard Taylor tell the story, which she's told <laughs> 1,065 times. She went to the same high school as Kate Bosworth, and they have a current mutual friend. We do. Who you met at my birthday party. Oh, was that who it was? Chris. Oh, I should have cozied up to him a little bit more. Hello. So him and Kate are still tight? Oh, hell yeah. He's going to that wedding. <gasps> he had dinner with her and Justin Long and said, very much in love. I believe it. He never talks shit about Kate, which kills me. Yeah, that's tough. But whatever. Sure. He's a good friend. Have you been following the Sophia Richie wedding in the South of France? I have. I have. I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a newbie to TikTok. Yeah, I saw you join TikTok. Congratulations. Thank you. Welcome Thank you very much. Welcome to the 21st century. Shh, thank you. I'm going to like, it's more like podcast clips and things mm -hmm. of that nature. But a girl's going to try every now and then to like keep up with the trends. Pop off. You know. I love that. Do a little voiceover. Do a little dance. Make, Make a, a little, little love. love. Get down tonight. <clears throat> Get down tonight. How's it going? Your TikTok journey. I'm, I'm terrible. That was me. I mean, it still is me, but that was me. You should talk to Hannah Burner. She gave me some really good advice. I know. I know. I'm gonna have to have a little powwow with her. I'm just gonna have to have her on the podcast so you can like put her clips up and they'll go viral. Oh, duh, that is the plan. Yeah. You too. Yeah, I would love to. Stassi as well. Honestly, I'm the best social climber I've ever met in my life. I actually, I've met some. The thing is, you're a social climber, but like in a really kind of earnest and not annoying and genuine way. Thank you. And like actual social climbers like people who actually just use people yes disgusting and then get to another level and kick the person beneath them those people are like actually disgusting no so like for you to call yourself that is actually inaccurate because you're like a wonderful person thank you i'm glenda the good witch you're glenda the good witch i am I'm so alphaba <laughs> yeah yeah you are i have been changed <laughs> do you know that song i literally did this with ben when he was co-hosting like two days ago he didn't know it either for good do we have to go see wicked I mean, no. <laughs> Wait, are you not a wicked girly? I just remember, we just talked about how we don't love going to the theater. No, I, wicked is not the theater. Oh, excuse her. I saw, I mean, I saw it years ago. Wait, are you not like a, like, but wait, you love musical theater. We're always doing karaoke. You always go to Marie's Crisis and sing show tunes. I only know 
defying gravity, but like the um, what should we call it? Lee Michelle version. Well, the Glee version of every song is better, so I respect that. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, don't talk to me about only the Good Die Young by Billy Joel because that's a Glee version that popped all the way fucking off. <laughs> so good, and half the music I know that's like from you know the early two thousands or early no the nineties or earlier. Yeah, I only know because of Glee. Oh my god! That bottom girls, you make the rockin' world go round. Only because of Glee. Well, that's not like a Queen like top ten hit, you know. I mean, it was sung to me a lot growing up. Well, you're a hundred, <laughs> so that actually tracks. And I've got a big ass. Gener- so, oh, that's why it was sung to you. Exactly. Yeah. No, I loved that song, even though like the guy who sang it on the Glee version it was, you know, a child trafficking pedophile. Um, Can you even? How dare he? How dare he? How dare he ruin everything? I can't even watch the show anymore. Oh, I can. I can. Oh God! Whenever I see his character, I'm like, Fuck. there's so many things on Glee. Oh wait, sorry. I was talking about the Sophia Richie wedding because. Oh yeah. I didn't make it a story today, but me and Ben were. Just just like speculating yesterday about, you know, Benji and Joel Madden were there because that's Nicole Richie's brother. Wait, I mean, wait, husband, excuse right. me. But Benji and Joel? Yeah, they invited Joel and uh, Cameron. Cameron, yeah. No kidding. And so Ben is, you know, obsessed with emo music, just like your wife. Oh. And we were dying to know whether Good Charlotte performed at the wedding. And now we've gotten a lot of footage and they performed at the after party, Lifestyle of the Rich and the Famous. And everyone was like fucking like rocking out. Because that's their anthem. It looked so fun. Ben was like, actually having FOMO from a wedding yep. he never would have been invited to. Was Julianne Huff there or did I make that up? You made that up, I Thank think. Thank God. Why she, would she have been there? I don't know, but I, there was somebody speaking in it. Like, it was from behind, blonde, kind of had Julianne's voice. I know, I just feel like everyone in Hollywood looks like Julianne Huff. I agree. And Lionel Richie, we were speculating whether he did sing. Of course he did. He has to. Um, I think he sang while her and her husband had her, their first dance, which is so sweet. Very sweet. I mean, that, so it's all about the, it's like, um, succession billionaire status vibes only. What's the term? Stealth Nepo wealth. baby. Oh. Yeah, that What's too. stealth wealth? I like that. Stealth wealth is like, okay, so you know in Succession, how mm. like they don't, okay, remember that scene with Tom? Do you watch Succession? Yes, I love it. I, I, but don't tell me about no, last I'm not. night. I just want to say, I just now figured out what? that Connor, the older brother, is the actor from I Ferris saw. Bueller. Did you know that? Of course, I'm a thousand. He's the one whose dad has the red car, right? Yes. I had yes. no idea. At my book club last night, everyone was talking about like TV shows they've been watching. Yep. Someone was like, can you believe that's the guy? I'm like, excuse me? Oh my God, were you shook? I had no idea. And that's like, Did I only oh. recently found out that Tom Wamsgam okay. is Mr. Darcy from Pride and Prejudice. Tom. The Kira Knightley one. Wait. Tom, Shiv's ex-husband. Yes, yes. I know who Tom is. Oh, wait. He plays Mr. Darcy in the Kira Knightley Pride and Prejudice. Never heard of her. Wait, you never heard of Kira Knightley? Never heard of any of it. Oh, at you her Pride and Prejudice in the movie. Yeah, but like never saw it. Mr. Darcy. You know what? It's too booky. Uh, by the way, I actually hate that film and like my family loved it growing up and every time they would put it on, I'd be like, enough with this fucking movie. I'm going to blow this house up. <laughs> but putting together that it was Tom Wamsgam was, was shocking for me. I'm sorry, continue. Step also, well. the dad is, do you know Match Point? It's a Woody Allen film. Of like, course I know Match Point. It's my favorite movie. I watch Wait, it every night to go to sleep. Point? He is the dad of Match Point. I haven't seen that movie in forever. So I only know Scarlett Johansson and Jonathan Rhys Meyers. Yep, he is... Um, Everybody else's dad, not their dad. He's like the father-in-law, essentially. Okay, wait. I have to watch Match Point. That movie's such a like a fucking niche reference. I watch it every single night to fall asleep. Really? Isn't that psychotic? Wait, is that? Oh, no, it's not Kate Bosworth. It's, it's Scarlett Johansson. I could not watch Kate Bosworth to go to sleep. No, I, you would have nightmares. Nightmares. Okay, so I'm sorry. Okay. Continue about stealth wealth. Stealth wealth. So they're like, now because of succession, everyone's breaking down this idea of like stealth wealth. So remember the episode where Tom is coming for the girl with like the enormous purse? Her ludicrous and capacious purse. <laughs> what does she have in there? Flats for the subway? <laughs> I'm like, bitch. Yes. <laughs> okay. So... 
it's all about how billionaires, like in subtle ways, they show you how rich they are, but like very quietly. Right, like having a big purse, which is seemingly innocuous. Right, so a very tiny purse says I'm rich because like I don't need all my shit because right. it's in my car downstairs. Or like I just, I, I get driven everywhere. I don't need shoes for the subway. Or I don't need a, like a credit card. It's all on file. Exactly. Yeah. But the number one thing is I don't need a jacket. Why would you need a jacket to ruin your outfit? It's so true. You just get in the car and get out. And So me and my poor ass jacket running around the city. So true. I actually never wear jackets and it's not because I'm a billionaire, sadly. It's because like I just can't. But you're wearing one right now. Oh, well, this isn't like an outdoor jacket. This is like That's a true. stylish jacket. I could see Kendall wearing like a I'm jacket sorry. like that. I meant like weather jackets. Got you. Like that you take off that's not a part of your outfit. It could be snowing and I won't wear a jacket. I can't be bothered. Stealth wealth. No, I wish. Just um, stealth stubbornness. Like I just can't. <laughs> I'm like running. I'm just, I just can't. It's like such a burden. So now they're saying that the Richie wedding was very stealthy wealthy. It was very, but you know what? For as much as it is like this unattainable level of fame and, and money, yeah. something about it, maybe it was just like the way she was sharing so much on social media. Something about it felt like extremely relatable in a sense. Like I agree. She's just like a regular girl. She's not, and I mean, yeah, he's a billionaire, but he's like a, a regular guy in a sense. His he's not dad famous. and mom are a certain a lady. I know. I saw that because she brought, um, her mom for the Vogue thing, you know, her, her, all her dresses were made by Chanel and Vogue did the whole thing for the yes. final fitting. They did this video that was really cute. Um, so she brought, I think like her maid of honor or her friend or whatever and her mother-in-law and they were like, this is my mother-in-law, lady, whatever. I'm like, lady, does that mean, does that title get passed on to Sophia and Elliot? God, I hope so for her sake. That's fabulous. She's so stunning. And I know that like, that's how genetics work, but she really looks like her dad. <laughs> it's crazy. Like when they had the pictures of them walking down the aisle, they have the same exact face. She's spectacular. You know, I mean, really, what an example of we can do whatever we want in life. Yeah. She was dating Scott Disick. I mean, it's an example of you can do whatever you want in life when you have unlimited like oh, fame and wealth. Right. And that's just like, <laughs> right. a small detail. I don't think we should disclose over you know <laughs> the nepo of it all another element I'm, I'm sorry we're talking about this but it's i didn't make it a story but it's like so in the no it's like it's truly everywhere right now and something i'm loving seeing i literally oftentimes forget that her and nicole richie are siblings and the way they have such a special bond like i didn't even really i never even think about them as siblings but nicole richie was posting so much she's like i love my sister so much it was video like pictures from the photographer and nicole richie's just like has so many tears in her eyes and she's looking at her sister so oh. lovingly it was really so sweet i literally forgot that they were siblings how many years apart like at least like 10 right more I love it that's how I feel about my little brother right I feel like Nicole Richie is I feel like Sophia is like 24 25 yeah and Nicole has to be in her 40s by now because Paris is when you have a sibling that's like 10 years or more like younger than you you feel like they're your actual baby yeah I actually call both my siblings Paige and Zach the kids how many age years Paige is like seven and Zach's like 11 oh wow I know right yeah I guess there's also probably a period where you don't have much in common no because you're like I'm off in college and he's like you know school 12 and then when they like grow up a little bit and you're grown like you probably have like a renaissance like you just love them you yeah know? And like let's smoke cigarettes right right which is horrible to do as an older sister no someone's got to do it <laughs> don't you know? tell my mom i said that well does your mom listen to the toast she will today if somebody tells her to i love your mom <gasps> she's fab she's fab like she, i know what you're gonna sound like when you're 50 or however old she i is. already sound like her because you have like this like kind of sexy smokers rasp mm. Thank you. I love your sexy smoke. You know, Babsy has not smoked a cigarette a day in her life. She sounds like she does. I know. So that's like, so it's not my fault I sound like this. You're predisposed. Yes, yes, predetermined. Predetermined. I was just helping it along in my early 20s. Are you ready to dive into the fast five stories? I'm very excited. I haven't looked at the news today. So this is all a journey. So the first story, okay, here are the fast five stories that you need to know. 
Today's episode is brought to you by Babbel. If you have an upcoming summer trip abroad, our go-to travel hack is Babbel. Whether you're a seasoned traveler or embarking on your first adventure, communication is key. Communicado is key. And if you want to fully experience a new culture, check out Babbel. Babbel is the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions. And thanks to their addictively fun and easy bite-sized language lessons, there's still time to learn a new language before you reach your destination. Don't be like me. Don't be saying bon nuit to everyone thinking that it means something when it actually doesn't. With Babbel, you only need 10 minutes to complete a lesson so you can start having real-life conversations in as little as three weeks. Babbel's expertly crafted lessons are built around real life. You will learn how to have practical conversations about travel, relationships, businesses, and more. So other language learning apps are using AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 150 language experts, and they are voiced by real native speakers, not computers. With Babbel, there's 14 different languages to choose from, and their speech recognition technology helps you improve your pronunciation and accent, so no one's going to make fun of you abroad. You can ask, you know, for directions or where the bathroom is without looking like a fraudulent queen. There's so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to their lessons, you can get access to podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes. Right now, get 50 percent off your subscription when you go to babble.com slash toast. That's babble.com slash toast for up to 55% off your subscription. Babble, language for life. You know, that's Jackie's favorite babble. You guys check it out. Today's episode is also brought to you by Perfect Bar. Looking for a nutritious and delicious snack? Well, look no further than Perfect Bar. With their lineup of fresh from the fridge protein bars, Perfect Bar is exactly what you and your family need. Spring cleaning your fridge should be fun. So why not toss out those dusty condiments and replace them with a Perfect Bar? They're made from freshly ground nut butter, organic honey, and 20 organic superfoods. Perfect Bar has a variety of products like protein bars, little snack size bars that are also good and good for you. You'll be sure to find something you love. Benson offer just discovered the perfect bar and now I have none left in my house because that's what happens when I enjoy something and then Ben figures it out um our favorite is the chocolate chip cookie dough it's so delicious it's a great go-to snack throw it in your purse at the beginning of the day it'll keep you full and energized all day long the texture is a cookie dough texture it's really creamy it's full of flavor it's packed with up to six grams of proteins the snack size one so it's really perfect to throw into your purse The bigger bars have up to 17 grams of protein and comes in over 10 flavors. They're made with whole food ingredients. They contain no artificial preservatives. Perfect bar is stored in the fridge, so grab one after a workout or for a quick bite while you're out. Perfect Bar knows that it'll be love at first bite, so for a limited time, they're offering you a chance to try their refrigerated protein bars for free. Here's how it works. Sign up for email or text and upload a picture of your receipt from your local grocery store, and they'll reimburse you for the cost of one bar. It'll go directly into your Venmo or PayPal account. All you have to do is go to perfectsnacks.com toast to get a free Perfect Bar today. That's perfectsnacks.com T-O-A-S-T to get that free Perfect Bar today. Happy snacking, and yet welcome from the toast. We're helping you get free, delicious snacks. What's better? than that the first story is like taking the world by storm and there's a lot of conflicting opinions on this whole glenn powell sydney sweeney thing oh oh, oh okay yes okay. go so glenn powell and sydney sweeney are cozying up right after his girlfriend has unfollowed sydney sweeney okay so glenn powell and sydney sweeney looked extremely cozy at CinemaCon in las vegas on monday despite his longtime love unfollowing sophie so uh, sydney sweeney on social media so glenn powell and Sydney Sweeney, who attended the convention to promote their upcoming movie, Anyone But You, couldn't keep their eyes off each other as they posed for photos on the red carpet. In one eyebrow-raising photo in particular, Sydney Sweeney can be seen looking up at Glenn Powell and beaming as he looks at the cameras. Yep. And all this comes after, like, it's been like a couple of weeks of like really weird photos coming out of Sydney Sweeney and Glenn Powell, like abroad, filming, promoting, and just like looking like a couple, but everyone's like, oh, that's cute. They're really close co-stars because he obviously has his girlfriend, Gigi Paris. Right. But Gigi Paris yesterday, or like two days ago, unfollowed 
Glenn, who she'd been dating since 2020, and then it sparked speculation that they broke up. And then um, she unfollowed Sydney Sweeney. So, I mean, there's definitely something going on. You don't unfollow your boyfriend. Unfollow's big. Unfollow's huge. I know. And so a lot of people are like shipping Glenn Powell and Sydney Sweeney. Yeah. So hard that they don't even care that like maybe they cheated on right. this Gigi girl. I feel like this is happening more and more and more. We are like a moralist society. It, you're so, we are a moralist society. Yep. Like nobody cares about the ethics because they're just so like obsessed. And by the way, I get it. Like Sydney Sweeney and Glenn Powell, I'm obsessed with this couple. Let me tell you why. I think this is exactly what Glenn Powell needs. Like Glenn Powell is like a movie star. Yes. In the sense that he was in Top Gun and he, you know, was a huge actor and he gets, but he's not like so famous. You but know like what I mean? He's very recognizable, but yes, he's not. There's like an element to his fame and career that's missing something. And I think it's like a star studded love affair. Yes. And Sydney Sweeney is the it girl of the moment right it's now. It's girl. I'm obsessed with her. Last I heard she was in like a long-term committed, almost I think engaged relationship to like some older nobody. Yeah. And it was kind of like a letdown because it's like, girl, you're Sydney Sweeney, like go fuck Jacob Elordi or something, like do right. something fabulous. Right. So for both of these people in terms of a career, I love it. It's but good there move. is an underlying ethical issue. And how do we deal with it, Taylor? You know, it's just sad. It's case by case. It's case by case. Like we know cheating is bad. We know. Like right now, Scandaval. We are furious I know but you know there's an element I've been thinking a lot about Scandaval recently I don't think you're gonna like what I have to say I don't think I'm going to either there's an element of Scandaval that I mean I'm so team Ariana it's disgusting like I'm not I just need to get that out yes but and me and Jackie were talking about this because like in the coming weeks after Scandaval there was an element of like ickiness to how so many of the cast members were like piling on to like an insane level with their merch and their podcasts and yes it just felt weird given you know there are a lot of people who believe that, you know, Ariana was the one who broke up Kristen and Tom. Well, and this Kristen is, was the one who broke up Stassi and Jax. Yes. And Lala was the one who broke up a full-blown marriage. Sheena started this entire show by being the mistress in Eddie Cibrian yes. and Brandy Glanville's marriage. So it's a lot of, like, bitches in glass houses throwing hella stones. And that doesn't make what Raquel and Tom did better. It doesn't make it no. good. But. I think everyone needs to take a hard, long look in the mirror. I do find um, shreds of hypocrisy, Mm -hmm. for sure. Well, and I also have talked about the fact that, like, why is this story, like, this big? Because, like you just said, we have the Kristen and Jax. We have the Sandoval and Ariana. Mm -hmm. We have the Lala. I mean, you know, she's since explained that. And I do believe, because this recent episode of EPR. I actually didn't watch the most recent episode, but she's on this, like, Warpath of refusing to be called a mistress. So she explains it. What does she and say? And it made sense to me. So, okay, there's this... Uh, spoiler. Yeah, it's fine, whatever. It's, fine. it's your fault. You it's deserve to have it spoiled. I'm, I'm late. So Raquel um, has this whole thing with Oliver, Garcelle's son. Yes. And it comes out that he's, he's actually still married. Right. And he told her he was not. Anyway, so they have dinner. They talk it through. And he's kind of like, listen, we are separated. But yes, sometimes we take a step backwards. Right. She's, a white, she's like, we Mother, have children together. Yeah. So anyway, he kind of admitted like, yeah, they sleep together every now and then, but that doesn't mean they're back together and he still has his own place, whatever. Mm. So she kind of gets in the fold. And so Lala says to her, like, you know what? Don't let anybody call you a mistress, which is like hilarious because she literally three seconds before just called her a mistress. But I think what Lala understood was like, wait, so I did think that you were a mistress in the case of, or mistress vibes in the case of Katie and Schwartz, Mm -hmm. because you were asked not to go there. But in the case of Oliver, who technically is married, not your fault. He didn't tell you. And she kind of said like, I got duped too. Men are very good at pulling the wool over like the other woman's eyes. Okay, well, that might be like a fair explanation, but it's also important to note that Lala slept with James while he was with Raquel. Oh, right, right, right. I'm just saying the the underlying layers of hypocrisy run strong. Yes, 
Absolutely. So that's, you know, that's just something. I, and I think that was actually what Tom Sandoval was trying to say when he did that. Howie Mandel. Howie Mandel interview. It was horrible for everybody involved. It, it, was, an, it was an embarrassment. embarrassment. I, don't, I don't know who I was most embarrassed for. I think, I think Howie. I think Howie's daughter. You know, she because, was the only one that knew what the hell was going on, Right, though. and she let the whole charade go on without pressing any questions. Howie has no idea who any of these people are. I can't even blame him for, like, letting Tom Sandoval spew his lies because he doesn't know what we know. She should have been like, Dad, shut up and let me take the lead. I know, so I actually blame her the most, if I'm going to be honest, but that's not the point. I weirdly blame Howie the most. Yeah. He said so many offensive things, he, too. He really did. Like, the whole time. I did love, though, that he went on this... Um, tangent about how is Tom Schwartz not Jewish because I have often thought about that too I know but like it was just wasn't it a lot all no, of it. it didn't bother me the Jewish stuff because honestly the first few years of watching the show I just assumed Tom Schwartz was Jewish hilarious and nobody talks about that like how do you have the last name Schwartz it's good point. that's like your name being Barbara Goldstein and you're telling me you're not Jewish I wish it were I know <laughs> isn't that weird yeah you're that's a very good point you're right by the way total tangent but like I guess we make any excuse on this podcast to talk about your ex-marriage yes please did it ever occur to you to keep your married last name were you ever taylor whatever that last name we can't was? say it out of respect okay because i'm so respectful yeah and also i know you love being jewish and it was a jewish last name it was a very jewish last name you like just, so much so the key when we were like traveling like we wanted to go to dubai yeah and he was like honestly with our last names we can't this was a different time yeah but like you concur that that's a thing a right? lot of people are very trepidatious it's like sex in the city she goes by charlotte york Goldenblatt she's like it's the Middle East it's the new Middle East it's the Middle East exactly so yeah but it was definitely identifiably Jewish yes yes um I actually never got around to changing my name because your girl hates paperwork the same by the way I've never changed my name but I but like for a while I did have this weird hybrid when we got married I changed my name like at town hall to Taylor Ashley's my middle name and then his last name right but like why wouldn't I do Taylor Strecker his last name anyway yeah thank god I never finished it yeah. because then post-divorce more it paperwork been, no I was just curious about and that. also his last name um from a pop culture standpoint it's was not really bad yeah that's such a good point so thank god i didn't change it because i would have definitely had to change it back such a good point right um okay so back to glenn powell and sydney sweeney like while i do ship i think it's important to acknowledge how infidelity is wrong no yeah it's wrong but i'm still here for them i know I we, like, ma we make exceptions for people that we like i know i kind of like i'm obsessed with this couple like they're so good looking they're both rising stars i love it they're both gonna be like huge like you know they're gonna be I'm I'm just obsessed. Like I I feel bad. I know for her. Yeah, no, and, and that's the thing too. Like you, it's like you get besmirched. Yeah. by somebody doing that to you. I know, and, and it's then like, nobody no one cares. cares because they're so happy for Sydney Sweeney and Glenn Powell. It's actually really sad. That's like my biggest fear is like Tay and I don't make it. She like leaves me for somebody else. You, I'm so down. <laughs> so and people down. are like, "Fuck Taylor Strecker. This is amazing." Yeah, no, like if me and Taylor Donahue ever did get together, like no one would really feel bad for you because it would be like new power couple. Literally, I mean, you can get together with Ben though. You guys really fine. I'll take Ben. You guys really do get along so well. I love Ben. I just feel like at some point we all need to like live in a commune together. It would I'm, just be so much better. You know, we've talked about this with my sister and brother-in-law who you're obsessed with. Oh, they can come too. I'm obsessed with Taylor. They've Donahue's been sister. dead ass about it. Like Ben literally said to me, we "We're um, out for Halloween in." Brooklyn Heights yeah and he By was way, like not my Ben her brother-in-law my brother-in-law and he was like these houses are sick and he's like Tay if we take my money and your money we get something <laughs> fucking sick no and then if I join we can get another house we like could a, really get something no, sick like, like three people is better than two we get like a castle in Kentucky where Jackson Brittany got married it's just like that's not the, <laughs> that's not the not fun part of being an adult it's like you can't just like live with your friends but like who says I know let's do it
I'm so down. Or I'm like so wherever down too. we end up living, like we all just have to like live on the same block, you know? Okay, so let's talk. Let's talk. Well, can I get you to move to New Hope? Tay is dead set on no, New Hope. I'm sorry. Well, there's, then the talk is over. There's no, like, I'm really limited in where I can move because there has to be, like, a thriving Jewish community. That is absolutely fair. So I know your in-laws live in New Jersey. I would go to New Jersey in a second. Okay. There's many good Jewish schools and Jewish communities and temples. The Hamptons? Kosher restaurants. The Hamptons? The Hamptons is very Jewish. West Hampton specifically. Maybe we can start with like um, a vacation property together. Uh, by the way, I love that idea. We'll have to figure out how like the tax situation works. But you but. do realize that usually like real estate with friends and family is a thing that tears everybody apart. Oh, is it? Why? Because of money? It's like the number one thing. Really? Yeah. It's like an old wives tale. Like do not. Go like, to real estate with friends. Ever. If you love people, family, friends don't. It will ruin your relationship. That is so interesting. But I feel like we're better than that. I feel like we're beyond that. Next thing you know, we're not talking to each other in five years. <laughs> okay, are you ready for our next story? Yes, please. Some drama. Do you see this Morgan Wallen thing? No. So he basically, um, he's on an arena tour. He's playing, uh, sorry, excuse me, stadiums, like 60,000 people. Okay. And he was in Mississippi and he has three opening acts. Everyone is seated. The three opening acts go. Three opening acts is a lot. I know, but for a stadium tour, it's actually not. Okay. Um, it's his turn to go. Literally, the screens light up. Sorry, show's canceled. People have been there for hours watching the uh, opening acts, getting merch, buying drinks. They're sitting in the seats and the show is canceled, which is really unheard of. How dare you? Like we were going off on Adele for canceling her residency like a couple of days before, maybe a week. And I mean, this is next level. What happened? So there were a lot of speculation about what actually happened. His line and his statements were like, he lost his voice. He was working all day with doctors, doing all these things, getting his voice back. And he was up until the very last minute trying to, you know, get his voice back and and he couldn't okay Which, if true is understandable right. I mean you really if your voice is wonky you got to cancel the morning of but whatever there were a lot of rumors very unfounded like you know people at the stadium who were working security basically saying he was wasted people said they saw him at a bar before none of that is founded on anything but it's really easy to believe given his you know problematic background he's our right. problematic country king right and now he's being sued for canceling that Mississippi concert minutes before showtime by the venue no by fans oh <gasps> So That's a thing? I, I don't know. So a Morgan Wallen fan. We live in a crazy world. I know. It's like if this actually. A class action lawsuit. That's what it is. Shut the fuck up. So if it actually like happens, it sets a precedent for Absolutely. a lot of people. Yeah. And I was just thinking because we were talking last week when you were on the toast about Frank Ocean canceling. Yeah. Um, that was like five or six days, maybe a week. But people did buy tickets for him. So wait, riddle me this. So had he canceled the day of, like the morning of, right? Because I remember Britney Spears said that to me. And oh, I was devastated. I'm so sorry. It's, it was KFED's fault. It was. But like, I certainly didn't file a class action lawsuit because no. I'm not a loser. Right. Um, but I do feel like, that's like so crazy to me. Well, let me give you I'm the like details. I'm enraged for, for us, right. for the industry. But the thing is, is like, had he canceled the morning of, all of Britney for me. It's like, so you don't have to physically get yourself there, go and can you get your tickets back? But that's the thing. Just because an artist cancels, no matter how much time they give you, like um, Jan Jackson canceled because she was pregnant right. at the age of 85. Right. And then Biblical. she, but she was like, oh yeah, well I'll rebook it. And so like we couldn't get refunded. So I hate when people do that. That happened to me and Kelly Clarkson's Las Vegas residency. And then because of COVID, she ended up canceling the whole thing. So we actually got our money back. Mm -hmm. I think a full year later. Um, but... It depends what the artist wants to do. They they sometimes reschedule um, like uh, immediately. Like the next date is June. Your tickets will be valid then and you can't get a refund. For this thing, he said all um, tickets will be re refunded at point of purchase. Then what? So let me tell you. So a Morgan Wallen fan is suing the country singer on Monday for canceling a concert minutes before showtime. 
Brandy Birchman filed a class action lawsuit on behalf of herself and other similar, similarly situated patrons who attended Wallen's show in Oxford, Mississippi on Sunday, only to be told at the 11th hour that he had lost his voice. Burcham, the woman suing, said in court documents obtained by page six that while the venue promised refunds at point of purchase, hers had yet to be issued when she filed the complaint. Okay, I mean, it's been two days. I mean, it takes, what, five to seven business days? I mean, days? my Metro card didn't work and I just bought it the other day <laughs> and like I have to mail it in like... That Dems are the brakes. <laughs> no, that's like how banks work. You can't get a refund before like five or seven days, but whatever. Okay. She said, even if ticket prices are refunded, no offer has been made to reimburse concert goers for other out-of-pocket expenses they incurred in connection with the concert cancellation, including transportation, lodging, food, merchandise sales, transaction fees, and other such expenses. Is well, merch is said. a choice. Well, it's not a necessity. So... Here's the thing. She's suing for breach of contract and negligence in addition to demanding a trial by jury. I hate her. So the thing is, is I don't know what do we chalk this up to? Do we chalk this up to, you know, like life sucks and life is unfair and yeah, you got a sitter for a show that ended up being canceled or are we then, no, you know, I was displaced. There should be someone to blame. I don't know. Like what are, is this a legal issue or is this just, you know, a hard knock life? This girl is like a total spoiled brat. She's distressed like energy. Like her privilege is like shooting out of her butthole. <laughs> like, oh my God, like that's life. Shit happens. It is, but like part of me also sympathizes with like a couple, <sighs> a couple who got a sitter, maybe went away for the weekend, got a hotel, Whoa. spent money on merch and drinks for a concert and then didn't end up needing the merch or the drinks because the concert never happened. Well, it's like, yeah, that sucks. And so do I just chalk that up to like, you know what, life is unfair and sometimes things happen? Or it's like, no, you know what? I was put out. I want my money back. Here's the thing. So like, you know the girl... Um, with Adele, <laughs> I think I brought this up last time, and she um, was in Vegas, and it was like her fifth time trying to see Adele, and, and she every had flown there, and then literally the minute yes. she landed, it got canceled. Yes, and she was like, she did a whole TikTok, it was hilarious, mm -hmm. but she was like, not again, mm -hmm. like this poor girl could not catch a break when it came to Adele, right? And the amount of money she spent traveling in the world, hotels, the whole shebang. So like, my heart went out to her specifically. If she had done this, I might have been like, okay, fine. Yeah, she has every right. But like, and I get this, like, yes, if you have to pay for flights and for like hotels, that's insane. Babysitter. Like, like if Beyonce does this when people are like traveling all over the world for her. Right. And this is the type of concert like people can't get tickets to. It's insanely expensive. So like people are traveling far and wide to go. So like, yes, I understand that portion. But like, girl, you lost me on the merch and the drinks. <laughs> no, the thing is like just because you bought merch and the concert didn't happen doesn't mean you can't still wear the merch. I understand like being annoyed paying for drinks. It's like I got drunk for a show and now I just have to drive home. Yeah, but I, get, I get drunk everywhere. So like right. same, same. Like I'm going right. to be getting drunk no matter where I am. Yeah, I don't know. And I'm not a lawyer. I don't know if from a legal standpoint this has like any like she has up. to lose she will lose because i do think it sets like a crazy precedent well then nobody's gonna want to perform anymore because like then they're liable for all these people that's insane because shit really does happen like you know sean mendez recently canceled a big tour like ju ju justin bieber canceled his whole tour because yeah. of his ramsey hunt syndrome like people are human they get sick they get you know mental health crises like these things happen and i think you're more susceptible to these things when you're traveling nonstop, working, performing, screaming for other people, like of you're course. susceptible to losing your voice. So I do think if this were to actually, like he would like actually get sued, I do think it sets a really bad precedent. Horrible. And here's the thing too. If but that's was, not to say what he did was like, un, it was unequivocally wrong. I'm sorry. You owe people more than five minutes notice. I agree. But then also like if he was refusing to refund ticket sales, then right. yes, like get him. Yeah. But this, I mean, he's doing good by you. Okay, but how does it work when you are refunding everyone for the show, but like, let's say I bought my tickets on StubHub, like from some guy. Right. Do I get a refund? 
Good question. I know because most people like actually don't buy their tickets on Ticketmaster. I feel like when a stadium tour goes live, half the tickets get sold to scalpers and bots yep. and they resell them and people buy resold tickets. Right. But see, this is the issue. It's like the way I feel about healthcare. Mm-hmm. Insurance companies are the devil, not the doctors versus the patients. It's right? true. Now we're like artists versus the fans. Yeah. It's the ticket people. I mean, you're 100% right because everyone should just be able to buy tickets directly from the artist. Exactly. And so when they do a refund, it's not a big deal. Exactly. Totally. I hate this woman, by the way. You hate Brenda? I hate Brenda. You're not Brandy. a Brenda. Her name's Brandy. Oh. Really? And she I'll never giving, forget. She's giving Brenda energy. Brandy, you're not into, you're not giving Brandy Burcham energy today? No, I'm not. Okay. It's mm. gi- yeah, it's giving like distressed energy. Yeah, exactly. Today's episode is brought to you by Skylight Frames. With Mother's Day and Father's Day coming up, are you ready to be the favorite child and get the best gift ever? So with the new Skylight Digital Photo Frame, it'll bring joy on a daily basis. Watching photos cycle and see new ones come in is so exciting. And if you have a relative who's not, how do we put this, who's not the most technologically sound, it is so easy to set up. It is so easy to send photos to. And it really keeps the whole family together when people either live far away or you haven't seen family in a while. It's really great. So if you're struggling to stay connected to a loved one, Give a skylight frame. You can send new photos to it every day, and there's a really special way to stay connected. It's also really beautiful. It's hard to find frames that aren't like ugly. Um, and the skylight one is great because it's digital, so you can add and change the photos. But it's really beautiful, so it'll look great on your mantle. It's really the perfect gift for Mother's Day coming up and Father's Day coming up. So it's a great way to feel close to those that you love, even when you're far away. And it's really a gift that the whole family could enjoy because anyone can send photos to the frame anytime from anywhere. It's truly the gift that keeps on giving. So the frame is gorgeous. You can choose from either a 10 inch or a 50 inch touchscreen. It's super fun to swipe through all the photos. You can tap it to give like a little heart, a little like. It holds thousands of photos that continuously rotate and bring joy. They have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you don't love your skylight, they will offer you a full refund. So when you get it for Mother's Day, you can preload it, set it up for your mom or your dad, preload it with thousands of photos and surprise them with photos that they didn't even know you had. So now is a special offer in time for Mother's Day and Father's Day. Get 10% off. That's up to $30 off your frame. When you go to skylightframe.com toast, that's right, 10% off up to $30 off your purchase of a skylight frame. When you go to skylightframe.com toast, that's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E dot com slash toast. Today's episode is also brought to you by a new sponsor that we're really excited about. I know Jackie is. It's Carriuma. So I have a really hard time finding shoes that are comfortable that I can walk around in all day that really support my whole body because you guys know I've been like struggling with my back. And that's where Carriuma comes in, the sponsor of today's episode. They are reimagining classic sneakers with you and the planet in mind. And now that spring has officially sprung, we're trading out our boots and our cold weather kicks for something a little lighter and brighter. So Carriuma shoes are crafted with organic cotton canvas and they spring sh- and they come in spring shades like rose off white and green and of course their bestseller the OCA low is sure to become your staple shoe of the season they just cleared a 77,000 person wait list so with over 10 colorways bold prints and collaborations with brands like Avatar Pantone and the Peanuts there's a pair for every personality they have over 33,000 five-star reviews Cariuma is a B Corp certified sustainable sneaker company so they're known for their restoration efforts in the Brazilian rainforest their co-founders both grew up in Brazil so for every pair of sneakers sold Cariuma is planting two trees and they've over planted over 2 million to date. So not only are you going to walk around with stylish, comfortable, gorgeous shoes, you're also helping the planet. So I really can't see a reason why I need to explain any further to you why you should head over to Carriuma.com, you know? Carriuma ships all their sneakers free and fast in the U.S. And for a limited time, the Toast listeners can get an exclusive 15% off your pair of Carriuma sneakers when you go to Carriuma.com slash toast for that 15% off. So that's C-A-R-I-U-M-A dot com slash toast for 15% off. It's only for a limited time. So head over to Cariuma, C-A-R-I-U-M-A dot com slash toast. 
All right, next up, Alec Baldwin. Mm. He's feeling grateful for all the support he's gotten as he is resuming filming for the movie Rust, which is the movie where Helena Hutchins yep. was shot and killed. I'm kind of surprised they didn't just say the movie's done. I mean, it's not like it's a big blockbuster. It's like an independent crap movie. Like, yeah, it's why are they finishing this movie? I just I, I, I think, you know, him with the charges, I think it was a lot. I'm relieved for him and his family. You know, I'm sad for the victims' families yeah. and because I know that they need closure, but I don't know that him going to prison for that was necessarily I, the closure. I, mean, I agree. Like, I'm, like, hating Alec Baldwin because I think the way he's handled this has been, like, so disrespectful. Yep. And him and his wife, like, talking to paparazzi and just, like, being really... I just feel like they could be way more gracious for the woman who very tragically lost her life. And yes. while it wasn't Alec's fault, he literally, you know, held the gun. So I don't think he bears any legal responsibility. Right. And I don't think he deserves to go to jail. But I'm really just like, I'm, I'm like offended by how kind of gross he's been acting, no, especially his wife. They have big victim energy. Yeah. Major. Yeah. Yep. So I don't know why this film has to resume. And he posted on his Instagram, he just film, finished filming a movie called Supercell. He said, I just filmed Supercell in Billings and now I'm outside of Bozeman to complete Rust. Montana is stunning. I'm grateful for all the support I have received here. And this comes on the heels of the Santa Fe County District Attorney's Office dropping the charges against him without prejudice. So he was initially facing up to five years in prison, but he got a major legal victory when the DA's office announced that they were dropping the gun enhancement charges against him in February. I still feel like there's something, there's such a weird element to this story. Yeah. And I, I don't think charging Alec was a way to get down to the bottom of how a live bullet got on set. Agreed. But I hope this isn't the end. I know. I just feel like it's in such poor taste to continue the movie. I know. If they could do Who would want to see this movie? Not I. After some, a mother, a young mother. Yeah. Like, who the fuck cares? To be honest, I didn't want to see the movie ever. Before the tragedy, you're so right. If Alec, it's a Western, I'm out. If it's a Western, I'm out. If it's an independent Western, I'm definitely out. <laughs> and honestly, Alec Baldwin, he's had some great some great films. I know, I know. I don't think he's like a great actor of our time. I just watched It's Complicated. The best movie ever. He's actually, I'm sorry, he's amazing in that. He's so to die for in that. I know. He I actually know. looks like handsome. I know. Do you watch 30 Rock? I actually just recently started and it's everything. It's the best show on television. It's so good. And he's amazing in amazing. it. Amazing. He's amazing in it. I know. But beyond that, sorry, he's not a great actor. I'm very conflicted when it comes to him. I am too because I'm so in love with 30 Rock and I loved his character and yep. I love it's complicated. So I definitely feel like, you know, a kinship, yes. a spirited, you know, connection. Uh -huh. But in recent years, he's, especially with his wife, he's just become so goddamn she annoying. Is his Achilles heel. A hundred percent. I think he's always been teetering. Remember the, the fat little pig yeah. comment? No, what was it? A thoughtless little pig. Thoughtless little pig. But um, I'm beating up the paparazzi. I think he's used oh, yeah, that too. slurs. Like he has <laughs> a, a crazy problematic history. But he's just one of those people where like people don't seem to care. Right. But, but then it's like other people do one thing a million years ago and like you can't let it go. It's so interesting how we like treat every yeah. quote unquote cancellation and scandal so differently. Just Double based standards. On, based on how we feel about the person. Literally. And I feel like when a woman does something, like we never let it go. It's 10,000 times worse. It's I what mean, they're known for. Winona Ryder will forever be a klepto. Well, yeah, she did steal that shit. So. But so what? No, I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Like we like treat certain people yeah. and their scandals so differently. I know. It's crazy. Like, I mean, Chris Brown is my favorite example. Jesus. I mean, he's out here selling out arenas and it's all women going. I'll never understand some bitches. Like, I know. Some bitches be dumb. Some bitches be dumb. <laughs> Some bitches. Like, I have friends, like, people I know who, like, love Chris Brown. I'm like, you're disgusting. Really? Yeah. Someone we know, I'll tell you after. No way. Yeah. Who? 
I'll tell you after. Okay. <laughs> I'm so excited to judge them. Um, Alec Baldwin, wishing you the best. I feel like a, definitely a break would be good. Yeah. I, I'm always for people taking breaks, like, you know, in the public space. Yes. A break never hurt anybody. No. And I think Hillary, I won't dignify her fraudulent background by calling her Ilaria. <laughs> Hillary and Alec need, you know, they have a lot of money. They need to just go to the Hamptons or something and chill. Play with their kids. They've got a thousand. A thousand. They just need a major break. Yep. Next up, a little potential casting news when it comes to The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. <gasps> I think I might have heard this one. Paula Abdul says she has been join- asked to join Real Housewives many, many times. No way. So Paula Abdul revealed to Page Six that she's been approached repeatedly by Bravo, and she didn't necessarily shut down the possibility of okay. ever conceding. She said, I've been asked many, many times. She was uh, actually asked by Page Six on a red carpet for the Homeless Not Toothless Hollywood Gala. Dead, 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 um, dead. Where cameras were rolling for the 13th season of Beverly Hills Housewives. All the ladies were there, and Paula Abdul was like a guest of honor. I die for Paula Abdul. I love her so much. So the pop star said that the series was a top contender, but it's not the only one she's been asked, but she definitely like has a, a special place in her heart for Beverly Which Hills. Which other ones has she been asked? I don't know. Maybe New York? Like other franchises. She said some other franchises too, but I'm not going to tell you which. I bet OC. Is she down there? Maybe she has like a beach house. Yeah, I could see that. I don't think she would be good with those ladies. No, 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 no. She'd be terrible. They're so lowbrow. Yeah, I agree. She said she's friends with a lot of the women and has been for a long time, but she enjoys being a viewer for now. I get she that. She said, as much as I'm absolutely the biggest fan and I love watching, it's a lot of drama. She said she's no stranger to the drama, you know, because she was on American Idol. Right. Yada, yada. Um, and now we have pictures of her. You know, she's friends with Kathy Hilton. She runs in a fabulous circle. I'm sure a lot of the women know her, especially now through her charity work with Homeless Not Toothless. Um, <laughs> the dumbest name for ever. a charity ever. Ever. She is probably friends with Dorit and Kyle. Yep. I love that, that they're filming at the Homeless Not Toothless Gala. I love that it's now become like a, a staple I know. of the brand. Because I remember thinking like, this is a nice concept, but what a dumb name. The worst name ever. And Queen Kathy Hilton, who couldn't say it right, calling it Toothless Not Homeless <laughs> or Toothless and Homeless. Finally, it was like the elephant in the room. Nobody went to say it because it's like disrespectful to like talk about a charity but like, like that. But like it's stupid. It's moronic. But I guess in like a branding sort of way, now it's genius. kind of iconic. Exactly. And um, I guess a lot of people did like research into the charity after yeah. their stint on Housewives and they have like an, a grade, like they grade the financials of a lot of um, big time and they have like an F. Uh oh. Yeah. I don't know if it's like the most ethical organization. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, Paula, I adore. Yeah. I interviewed her on Sirius. Oh, what was she like? I feel like she has a lot of energy. I played this game. And I think, okay, my mom called me the other day and she was like, I want you to bring this game back and okay. put it on TikTok. Okay. You'll tell me the truth. Okay. If my mom's being ridiculous. So it's called Name That Tay Tay Tune. This is a legit game we used to play on Sirius on the show. Okay. Where I would like sing songs, like pop songs, but I don't know the words to anything. Oh, okay. So I just make them up. So okay. basically it's like gibberish singing. Yeah. And so people would have to guess the song I was trying to sing. Can like, you, Can like, you do one for me? Like, okay, I'm trying to think of like a song. Um... Okay, so like, you know how Zendaya just performed at Coachella? Yeah. And she did like that amazing song. You know, it goes like, oh, skimmy-da-ho, fada, scooby-da-ho. Yeah, you know that, that one? That's how it goes, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, I want to guess. Like, do one, don't tell me what it is, and I'll try and guess what song it is. Okay. Um, Think of like a song that's popular right okay, now. Okay, so I'm going to do, okay, wait. Don't tell me what it is. I don't know any popular songs right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, then how are you going to do Tay Tay Tunes? I don't know. <laughs> but like, I used to do, hey, I'm going to do one I used to do. It's okay. old. Okay, that's fine. It's a deep track. Okay. Okay. Honey potato in the piss of a peso. I have 
quite literally no idea. Lips of an angel. With the lips <laughs> of it. I actually hear it now. You do? I think it could be. I think it could be good on the talk. Your mom's not entirely wrong. Okay, so Paula came in. Oh, yeah. And we did a Name That Tate tune of her catalog exclusively. And she had to guess the songs I was singing. And she loved it more than anything in the world. She did. She was dying laughing. Okay, I mean. And it made me fall in love with her. I might be like really out of pocket here, but like, what's a Paula Abdul song? Oh my God, want me to sing it for real or want me for to sing real, it Tay Tay like, She's a cold hearted snake. Look into his eyes for real. Give me another one. Um, do, do you love me? Do, do you love me, baby? Straight my, up now, tell me. My first and, and really only sort of interaction with Paula Abdul I'm dead. was American Idol when I was a kid. And I knew that she was like an old Jeez. singer. I don't know a single one of her songs. Oh my God, she has the best songs ever. She Opposite reminds me a lot of Janet Jackson. Yeah, well, she was her lead choreographer for like ever and ever and ever. Oh, and is that how she got famous? Yes, exactly. And then she started singing? Yeah, but she could like sing on the side. Wow. Yeah. Paula's a queen. I, uh, I don't think I need her on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, though. Because you don't want her to be like ruined? Not only that, but like she is at a place where she's still very much a star and an icon and she has like a legacy to protect. Mm-hmm. And people like that who go on go on the show and they don't give much. And she's kooky, so I feel like they could really take that and like tarnish her reputation. Yeah, and she won't do she won't get in the mud because she has too she's, much to yeah. lose. You're right. You're right. Like somebody like who has a recognizable name but doesn't have a lot to lose is a great addition to a Housewives franchise because they need to get back on top. Denise Richards is allegedly coming back as a friend. I know. Thoughts? I mean, now that now that Lisa's gone, it's like a safe space for her. Right. I loved Denise and I wish she fought harder. She just kind of conceded and gave in because she was not in the mood to do this. I do think it was all true, though. For sure. My right. point was never, is it true or not? It was that it's nobody's business. She basically outed two women. Which is... Really Very unethical. Up. Yeah, it's We're bad. talking a lot about ethics today. I know, look at that theme. Ethical queens. <laughs> All right, speaking of our fifth and final story, well, that wasn't a segue. I don't know how I'm going to segue it, but um, Patty Lapone is attacking another woman again. She's like always in the news for attacking another I woman. Stop. She's like kind of pissing me off. Okay. So she's slamming Kim Kardashian now for being cast in American Horror Story. Yes. So she went on Watch What Happens Live on Sunday and Andy Cohen asked her um, if she gives a damn about Kim Kardashian being cast in the American Horror Story, Horror Story franchise. She said, yes, I do. Andy said, you don't like it, do you? She said, no, I don't. Why? She's taking a role away from actors. Excuse me, this is what her words, not mine. Excuse me, excuse me, Kim. You know what you're doing with your life? Don't get on that stage, Miss Worthington, which is apparently a reference to an English playwright, whatever. She <laughs> said, um, Kim is among the biggest and brightest tele... Oh, no, sorry. That's what Ryan Murphy had said, that she's... Uh, they created this role for her. She's the biggest, brightest television star, and they're so excited to welcome her. And Patty Lapone went on Watch Up and Live and said, she's taking a role away. She shouldn't be on the stage, the screen. She doesn't know what she's doing. Here's the thing. The energy's not nice, and I don't like it, and the delivery was not well done, but I do kind of, I can see and understand and agree with, like, this mentality of, like, I feel like the acting world, every, actually, avenue in the entertainment industry is getting saturated with, like, a lot of these... People who are famous for not necessarily having like a skill set and they make a lot of money doing that. Well, so that's what Jackie and I were were always saying is like when it comes to, uh, you know, entertainment journalism. Yes. That's not really a job anymore because it's actors and models who do, you know, Laverne Cox, Vanessa Hudgens, they're doing red carpets. It's not the entertainment journalists of your Juliana Rancic, Ryan Seacrest, Kat Sadler, Jason Kennedy, people who were famous 
for being for that job. Yes. So it's not just acting. It's it's a trend in all fields. Yes. So for Patty Lapone to and by the way, this is like not the first time Patty Lapone has attacked another woman. So she notoriously made fun of Madonna. Yep. Um, for her role of uh, Ava Perone in yep. Evita. Yep. When it was made into a film, she also criticized Uma Thurman for her Broadway performance saying, I don't necessarily need to see film actors on stage because they can't. Not in my country, they can't. Can I just say Uma Thurman and the Parisian woman? Did anybody see it? Holy shit. I'm sorry. Ooh, she's like an, she's an, a she's just kind of like a vicious like wench like, and always going after other women. She's miserable and jealous. There's a conversation to be had for sure about like reality stars doing acting and then influencers doing journalism. There's yes. a conversation to be had. It's happening, you know, influencers are now boxers. Like, it's happening in every single field. Right. There's a lot of cross-pollination. And so we can have a conversation about how, you know, certain careers are being depleted. Uh, we can have a conversation about that. But for Patti LuPone, it just seems like a trend where she's, like, kind of threatened by other people. A thousand percent. Because Patti LuPone was in American Horror or Crime Story. She was in one of them. Uh-huh. So she's just, like, constantly going after other women. And it's giving, like, victim energy. I really don't like this. Yeah, I don't like it either. She's clearly, like, not in a good place in her career. She's not happy with the way things are going. And she's lashing out because she's jealous and miserable and she's like a legendary broadway queen like she has a she has a beautiful legacy like this is what she's going to be known for for like just attacking other people i know you know what's interesting though it makes me go like wow she must really like be in dire straits financially because what else would drive you to be so bitter yeah. constantly yeah and then it's like well there's something wrong with that too yeah like you know like let us pay our theater actors yeah because there is an issue with this yeah no theater actors don't get paid nearly enough for how much work that they do like eight shows a week yeah i recently was uh Privy to some information about somebody who does uh, a brilliant job in that space mm -hmm. and what they get paid is a goddamn sin. I know. So maybe this is less about Patti Lapone hating women and more about her like hating the theater industry. Well, I will say like when people like Patti Lapone and other, you know, actual big name stars then go to Broadway or either go back to Broadway, they're not getting paid what Broadway actors are getting paid. Right. They're getting paid what they're due as a celebrity like Jessica Chastain is now in a doll's house you, when you have like a name you get paid paid but the other actors don't I bet Patty's worth way less than we would ever think I agree yeah she's remained pretty loyal to the theater and she's very bitter and she's very bitter yep and she's and I just feel like these days like people who like are gonna attack Kim there's things you you want to disagree with the Kardashians on and you, you can have a worthy conversation about Balenciaga sure but like this is just like such a low blow and it's like everyone does this and it's like yep I don't know it's just like so unoriginal well and the thing is too Patty you're a star like you get it on TikTok yeah like you're fabulous yeah you would thrive she so like she's kind of refusing to evolve so she should get into the space that she's not in yeah where she's mad that people are coming into her space that's really the fix that's the best way to get revenge yes Patty I don't think Patty's gonna take any of our advice zero zero she toaster nah <laughs> not even close Taylor I love having you on the toast I love coming on the toast if you guys enjoy Taylor make sure to listen to her podcast a dear media production taste of Taylor available wherever you get your podcast and she also does a daily show much like the toast every single day Monday through Friday on Patreon called the Taylor Strecker show and that's patreon.com slash the Taylor Strecker show uh-huh uh, I'm sure you'll be back in the coming weeks Amen. I mean, I'm on tour oh, yeah. like crazy the month of May. Where are you going this weekend? This weekend is Cleveland Thursday, Indianapolis on Friday, and Saturday is Milwaukee. Milwaukee's a gorgeous town. And then the following week, we're in Dallas and Austin. Oh my God, wait. I'm in Dallas. When are you there? No way. Is it May what? Like 5th, uh, 6th? 
Yes. I'm the next week. Oh, shoot. And yeah. well, that. And then you're coming to New York. Yes, we'll be in New York on May 13th. It's a Saturday, but this show's sold out. No, I thought it was May 12th. 13th? You no, me, you're right. It's you 12th. You made me move my flight. It's 12th. It's 12th. Boston's the 13th. Mother's Day the 14th. Sorry. Okay, because I moved my flight. I'm like, bitch, you made me move my flight. No, no, no. $300 change fee. <laughs> <laughs> So that's our show. Taylor, thank you so much for being here. Toasters, thank you so much for listening to the Toast of the Millennium Morning Show where we deliver the past five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere. Podcasts can be found. So it's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, Wire, Radio, Castbox, all the places where we listen to podcasts. Find us at Toast of the Five Star Review about how beautiful, stunning, and wickedly talented we are. Hope you guys have an amazing day and we'll see you. Oh, tomorrow we are in studio with Sophia Franklin, host of Sophia with an F podcast. Thursday, Jackie is joining me for an audio only episode. We'll get an update from Jack. She has been hearing from you. She loves you. She is okay. And then Friday, I'm going to be at Stagecoach with Shannon Ford. So me and Shannon Ford are going to be podcasting live from Palm Springs. That is audio only. But we've got a great second half of the week. You don't want to miss it. Love you dearly. Bye.